Feasters. With season three all wrapped up, I want to take this opportunity to really genuinely thank Justin, Curtis, Philip, Paul, Carrie, Vincent, Matt, Val, Bridget, Ryan, Avani, and Tom for sharing their experiences and their defining moments and journeys through their lives. Truly appreciate you, your time, and respect each and every one of you very, very dearly. I also want to send out a personal shout out to Adam Clark, who helps me put this podcast together. Couldn't do it without you, Adam. As I listened back on season three, listening to the stories and all the defining moments, every single person has their own story to tell and is very unique. But there are some overarching themes that I didn't see coming when I started out this season. One thing I didn't see coming was that when I asked what their defining moment in life was so far, regardless of whether it was getting married, having a child, starting their own business, or pivoting in their business, after the 30 or 45 minutes of conversation, where they are today and headed towards in the future, all circles back to that one moment in time. Makes sense, right? Their defining moment has become their compass, their guiding light, their mission in life. I would encourage you to ask yourself, what is your defining moment in life so far? And with that in mind, this broadcast is brought to you by Feast, the coaching and community platform for freelancers looking to specialize their business and build recurring revenue. If you want to use the word defining moment, those two words combined into one word, you can get 20% off of Feast. Go to feastcourse.com for more information. For this episode, I wanted to bring to you some interesting quotes and conversation points from this season about building relationships. Let's face it, I doubt that you listen to every single second of every single episode this season, right? I mean, I'm a realist, I'd understand. But every episode touched upon how important building relationships is to business. Every single person said so. Whether it was Ryan Carson, who's built a multi-million dollar business, or Ivani Miriala, who is essentially just starting on her journey, everyone had something to say about how building relationships plays a critical role in the success of their business. Bridget Willard's whole business model is based on building relationships, so there's that too. Here's Justin Jackson's take on building relationships. The, the big movements in people's lives are always as a result of relationships. So it's like, mm -hmm. you know, Nathan Barry will say, well, Heaton Shaw at Microconf encouraged me to double down on ConvertKit. And if he hadn't I, said I that, that song, yeah. I wouldn't have done it. Uh, Rob Walling has uh, been really clear that without his co-founder, Derek Reimer, they would have never had the success they had with Drip. So there's these relationships we built are actually worth investing in there, not for the sake of getting something out of them, but in the future, you will get something out of them. Too often, myself included, a lot of you enjoy time being behind the screen, the ability not to have human conversations and sales calls and being uncomfortable. 
but that's exactly what you cannot do. You need to get out. You need to put yourself into those uncomfortable situations. You need to connect with other people and form long-standing relationships. We as humans are socially wired people and successful businesses are not built on the design of a logo. They're built on the formation of connections between humans. Case in point is Paul Jarvis's experience when he first started freelancing on his own full-time only a few days after he quit the full-time job. And then my phone started ringing and then the clients of that agency started calling and were like, hey, we know that you're the one running the show. If you're gone, we don't want to be clients of the agency anymore. So what where are you going to go work next? We'll just bring our business there. And by like the third or fourth call, I was like, well, I guess I'm going to work for myself because I might as well like, why bring that work to somebody else so I can just do it myself? The power of human connections and those real relationships is what sparks business. It has and always will. It's why there are conferences for folks to gather in one place. It's why word of mouth is your biggest lead generation strategy. When you build trust and earn the respect of that someone, that's fuel for you and your business to grow in ways you probably wouldn't have expected. Creating personal connections is a way you could stand out as a freelancer or a consultant. So much of our waking time is in front of a screen. But think about it. When you are sharing stories with your friends or family, are you telling a story about the time that you posted the GIF in the Slack channel? No, of course not. You were talking about the time you went rock climbing or traveling to Europe or the holiday party last year. Right. You think about your favorite places to shop or go eat or, you know, and, and typically it's, I mean, it's the cheers factor. It's everybody knows your name. They know um, what you like. They, the bartender starts making your drink before you sit down. You know, <laughs> the, the coffee shop where they like start making your Americano when they see you walk in the door, that kind of thing. That's what we all crave as humans in this kind of automated world where we're if, when you look around, everybody's looking down at their phones. Nobody looks each other in the eye anymore. Nobody says hi. Um, we don't even interact with our grocery checkout people. They automated that process. <laughs> there aren't even checkout people anymore. We do it ourselves. Uh, so, you know, there's we live in this highly automated world and everyone wants to feel a personal connection in some capacity. And that's what we got to bring back to the online experience. Val Geisler talked about how she brings back the human factor, those personal touches to her client's business, and essentially is on a mission to spread that word too. So I definitely suggest you to give a listen to her episode. As someone who's introverted myself and has introverted tendencies rather, I get not wanting to be the face of a business or getting out into the public eye with content and all of that. But all of those things are not for nothing. They're just excuses. Don't silo yourself. Don't isolate yourself. Had you told me 10, even five years ago that I'd be having conversations with all of these amazing and brilliant people, I would have asked what drugs you were on. But I stepped outside of my comfort zone once. And then I did so again. And then once again. And every time I did, 
Amazing progress happened. Business grew. I gained a friend. Some amazing life-changing thing happened. I thought, okay, I'm going to wake up at 4.30 every morning, you know, and I'm, I'm going to make time to, to learn the things I haven't learned. So I had never done sales. I'd never done enterprise sales at all. And I, it meant I had to learn that. And I felt uncomfortable and, and, and felt completely like an imposter when it came to sales. But I just realized I have to do it and I have to learn. I, I have to get over my fear. And so from that point on, I just became like a wild man. That was in January of 2017, where Ryan Carson, founder of Treehouse, realized that he had built this amazing company with this amazing team, but there were so many things that he had yet to learn and experience and reach as a part of what his life mission is. And in order to do that, he needed to put himself outside of his comfort zone. If you quit your full-time job and want to build a business so that you can travel or spend time with your family, or whatever your reason is, I hate to break the news to you, but you're going to have to become the face of your business. You are first and foremost now building trust and respect of others so that you can help them build their business so that you can build yours. This may put you in an awkward position at times or uncomfortable situations that you aren't used to having introverted tendencies. But no one can do it for you. Get comfortable with the uncomfortable. I actually had some of the fears that cropped up because of things other people told me, too, which was interesting, that, oh, you've seen early success. Like, I had probably a client or two at that time. I was like, you know, I've been doing this. I can just figure it out. So they're like, oh, you've seen early success. This is, you don't know what you're doing. You don't know what you're getting yourself into. So it was this feeling of maybe I was incompetent. Maybe I was just lucky. Maybe I was too young or too inexperienced, too whatever. So those were all the fears that were popping up in my head. I would think about this and I would talk about it. And I actually spoke frequently about it to my fiance, but he's an entrepreneur. He's, he's a serial entrepreneur and he's working on a second business right now. So it was one thing that he told me that helped me so much. I actually posted about this recently on Instagram, but he told me that a bird does not rely on the branch it's sitting on in order to keep it up. It relies on its wings in case the branch breaks. That was Avani Miriala, a UX designer from Texas with those wise words. I love this saying because I'm a firm believer on betting on yourself. You only have control over the things you do. And if there's something you want, I have no doubt that you'll get it. It may be getting yourself into a conference or a local meetup and making some connections and being uncomfortable at times, but that's where the growth will happen. You've heard the stories throughout the season about how everyone talks about who they meet and how they build a successful business. It all starts with people. As Val Geisler said, there are humans on the other side of the screen. Nobody is a list. That's not a thing. When you build these connections, they may not be leads or customers. They could be trusted advisors, as Justin Jackson points out, about Nathan Barry and Heaton Shaw. They could be other folks who are your colleagues in the very same space as you. They could become close personal friends of yours that years down the line want to join you in your life's mission. 
Building relationships doesn't have an ROI that you can measure, but what you can measure is the growing ability to help people. Here's Vincent Puglisi sharing a story of the power of relationships he built when he started to niche down and focus his photography business. You'll, I'm sure if somebody left you a review, you're going to know who it was. Mm-hmm. If, so, if you write a book and somebody leaves you a review, I know who they are. I know who sends me an email without an ask. And it's not a don't keep score like that. It sounds like it's but like, no, you you keep in touch with people for no expectation. Just because if something helps you, you help them back. And that reciprocity, it works. It comes back. So that's a whole thing where it's like you have to always be involved in other people's lives. You have to always be caring. Think about gifts that you can give. Think about things that can help other people. And when you build these relationships over time, you refer work to them. They refer work to you because as you build a freelance business, the more niche you can get, the better you're going to be. Right. I, I believe that. So what, what we did was we did this on purpose. We built a documentary wedding photography business. We knew the type of clients that we wanted. They were laid back. They were fun. They weren't the bridezillas. They didn't want pictures of an entire bridal party jumping at the same time on a bridge. Like They didn't want the things that are typical in wedding photography. They wanted real moments. So what we did was instead of taking everybody, we built this business. And whenever the clients came in that weren't our right fit, we had 10 other photographers that were the right fit to send them to immediately. So we didn't sell for the money. And we built a network of giving to them. And guess what happens? I never asked. But when they found people that really wanted a documentary style, photojournalism, they said, you know what? You should really go to Vincent and Elizabeth. They do this exactly. It's who you want. And we built a symbiotic relationship that way. It was never like, oh, I'm going to give to get. It's like you do that first and you never expect anything. And so many people expect first. And, you know, desperation smells. You could see it. You can tell mm-hmm. when somebody's looking for something and just not. And, and the freelance world is a small world. And the sooner you can become a giver and think about somebody else first and your business second, your business is actually going to thrive from that. But I think that's a hard thing to get people to really buy into. Hopefully, by this point, you are buying into it. Look, you better be in business for the long haul with long standing relationships, genuine relationships. You'll be setting your business up for success. It takes a while to do. That's without question. If you are truly in business to achieve some goals you have for your life, think about whose life you can help today. Bridget Willard has built her business on the back of building real relationships, and she echoes Vincent's thoughts about being genuine. We follow salespeople to their next job. We follow our friends to their next job. So what happens is, so I was... um, working at Riggins Construction. And then people followed me for when I was representing GiveWP. And then when I went started my own business, people were like, oh, wow, you built GiveWP. Now you're doing this. I want you to do that for me. Now my biggest customer is Pressable, you know? And so you have these opportunities because people know you and because they know that you actually care about them. And the only way it works is if you actually care about them. So go ahead, start reaching out. Care about other people in a genuine way without nothing in return, no expectations. You can actually start building those relationships today. Here's Bridget on how to do it. All you need to do is spend 
five minutes a couple of times a day. I recommend like first thing in the morning and like after lunch. Look for some tweets either on your list or your home feed and, and press the reply button. Not retweet, reply. And just reply to that person. Try to do one a day, then go two, then go three. And you like if somebody says, Wow, I just launched my new website, what if they had said that to you in person? What would you say? Right. You Congratulations. Right. It's not really yeah. that hard. Yeah. <laughs> but now, now you have them talking to you, right? And and they could say, Yeah, hey, thank you so much. And then then I can ask them, what was your biggest challenge? Right now I have a bigger conversation. Having those bigger conversations, get to know some people, build strong relationships and see how impactful it is for your business. And if Twitter isn't your thing, that's okay. You could start by heading over to iTunes and leaving a review, thanking each and every single one of these guests for their time and energy in sharing their story and journey with you on this podcast. I'll personally connect you with each and every single one of them because that's what we need to do. We need to start building personal relationships through the internet in a much more genuine way. Until next time, it's your time to live in the feast. Feast.